Greetings and welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneur Podcast. I am your host, Pete Lorimer, former hit record producer and now host of the show Stay Here on Netflix and owner of LA's most creative boutique real estate firm, PLG Estates. On the podcast, you will always find business and real estate strategies, marketing techniques, and tips for the entrepreneur. So make sure you hit that big, fat, juicy subscribe button. And also, please feel free to share this with someone else that may get value. Today's podcast is a very special one. The audio you are about to hear comes on a very special and sad anniversary for me. However, it is a testament to the fact that I live my life by the principles I talk about even in the most difficult moments. Control can be a beast and one of the most destructive forces known to man. And realizing where action ends... And destructive controlling begins is a very powerful tool to have in your arsenal, not just for business, but for life too. So please join me on this very personal episode of the Real Estate Entrepreneur Podcast. Today is a very, they're all very special. I like to think they're all all very special. But today is obviously special for a number of reasons. We all have events. We all have things that are kind of benchmarks in our lives. For those of you, and I'm not doing this so you send me comments and well wishes, I uh, have gone through the enormous emotional task of having to have a funeral for my mother. Now, again, I'm not doing this to get any kind of sympathy or what have you. I'm here to be of service to you guys, not to kind of you know, kind of vomit my, my emotional status. But something that, that struck me while I was away in England, and I will tell you this, it was a surprise that my mother passed away. It was a big surprise. We thought we had at least, you know, a few more years, but bless her heart, it was her time. And I've become very comfortable with that. I want to kind of dive into this. It's very, very relevant to how we do business. Now, I don't wish to be disrespectful to my mother's memory by talking about business in the same sentence. At the end of the day, she was my mom. I know what she would have wanted. And she would want me to be doing exactly what I'm doing right now, which is to share what I have learned and what I have been vindicated with and and the experience that I've just gone through, how we can apply it to other areas in our life. And the reason why I'm talking about this today is the following. If I can get through what I just got through using the techniques that I'm going to go over with you now, I'd like to think that that is the high watermark of an emotional situation that I will have to deal with in my life, right? And I'm going to show you exactly how I walked through it and how I remained focused and of service and kept my head out of the results. And it was the most pure experiment to these techniques and do these strategies actually work? The point I'm trying to make to you is this. If I can go through such an emotional journey using these strategies, imagine if we apply these strategies to how we handle business and how we handle each other and how we handle our clients and how we handle uh, moving forward. And again, 
I am not being disrespectful to my mother's memory. Talking about this, this is exactly what she would want me to be doing. Acceptance, life on life's terms, and how to turn it to your advantage. So I think I would be very, very within my rights to be kind of, woe is me. You know, it's it, this is my ticket to being, this is all about Peter. Woe is Peter. You know, Peter is feeling particularly sorry for himself. And frankly, nobody could blame me for that. Now, the truth of the matter is, when this event happened, when my mother passed away, which was, you know, she wasn't, she wasn't particularly sick. And then it happened very quickly. But when this event happened, I, I felt myself at a crossroads that I have been at in business a number of times, right? I have been at this crossroads a number of times and it was like the universe said, I am going to give you the most pure example with the most gravity so that you can take this with you after this experience and you can then apply it to emotional experiences that are nowhere near as catastrophic as this, this one just has been. So I wanted to share that with you guys. I thought long and hard about even mentioning my mum, but I figured, you know what? I am who I am. I share everything I know. And I wanted to share this with you because it has become, it's become something, it was really quite profound, the experience that I had. So acceptance, life on life's terms, and how to turn it to your advantage is this. Acceptance, life on life's terms, almost sounds weak. It almost like sounds like you're giving in, giving up, absolutely the opposite. There is a word that I am going to use today, which is a word that has profoundly changed my life in more ways than I could even begin to tell you. And that word is surrender. Not I give up, because that's the connotation with surrender. When I surrender to situations and the way that they are, rather than trying to manipulate them into what I want them to be, I have a clarity of purpose and I have the ability to walk through them, keeping my expectations out of the mix and keeping my manipulation out of the mix and keeping my focus on whoever or whatever I am doing. So when I went, flew back to England, my mother actually passed away while I was en route. I got to her bedside only 30 minutes after she passed away. And then I made this, I had this decision. I was at this crossroads that I mentioned earlier. And the crossroads was this, I can be a victim or I can go into ultimate ninja service, right? I can choose to scream around the corridors with my arms in the air, which would nobody would have blamed me one bit for. Or I can choose to go into ultimate service. And this is where the two worlds are combined, business and, and life. What I chose to do, and I'm saying this in a business way, right? So we, well, those of us that work in real estate and we work in, it doesn't matter if you're a butcher, a baker or a candlestick maker, right? We tend to work for ourselves, right? We tend to, even though we might be with a company, you know, we, we're, we're, we, we like the fact that we are our own boss. We make our own hours. Yes, we work at a company and we love our companies, hopefully. I mean, I certainly love my company. But at the end of the day, we are masters of our own destiny. And I think that's the type of entrepreneurial spirit that I tend to and I like to attract. What I chose to do was to, in every situation when dealing with my mum, in every single situation, I utterly removed what I wanted from the situation and 
absolutely put everything that I thought she wanted in its place. I'm going to repeat that one more time because this is really important. And if we can do this with our clients, I'm going to get into the how and the why in a second. But if we can do this with our clients, it's a game changer. I utterly removed what I wanted from the situation and completely put into the situation what I thought she would have wanted. I was just a spectator and I was there to ultimately and in its purest essence be of service. And I found that the road got really narrow, meaning when you are absolutely of service, in my case, my mom or with your clients or what have you, when you are absolutely of service, it's very easy to make the right decisions. So this is what I came away with. And this is something that, and I'm going to get into the business thing now. I want to get, I want to get into how we use this in business. I came away with one of the most important and profound and emotional, you know, having a funeral service for your parent, it doesn't really get bigger than that. It really doesn't get more important than that. And it's one of those benchmarks in your life. And now I'm actually parentless. Both of my parents have passed away. I came away from it with this absolutely no regrets, right? Imagine that you, I mean, apart from the fact my mother died, but I came away from how I acted, how I acted in her interest, how I conducted myself, how I conducted myself with others. I never freaked out on anyone. I was never mean to anyone. I was never impatient with anyone. And of course those emotions did, did enter my body, but I chose to absolutely deflect them because my focus was not me. It was my mother. Okay, so I now want to kind of flip this into business. Business, especially the real estate industry, has changed so much. And again, my mother would not mind me jumping from her to business. She was very proud of what I've done in America. And she would be very proud that I'm sharing, you know, her her example with you guys if it helped someone just in the smallest bit. She would absolutely love that. So here we go. The real estate industry has dramatically changed. It used to be a business of information. We've covered that, you know, ad nauseum. It is no longer a business of information because anybody can get the information if they choose. We are not the gatekeepers of anything secret anymore. Once upon a time we were, but we are absolutely not. What our industry has come down to is the following phrase. Pretty much most industries have come down to. I really want you to burn this phrase into your mind. It's not what you do. It's how you do it. Let me say that one more time. It's not what you do. It's how you do it. So if you are a new agent or if you are starting a new business and you're like, the mountain's just too big, I cannot climb it. Everything is boiling down to in all industries right now is I'm going to give you the most perfect recipe, the most perfect recipe that you will ever have given to you. It was, I, I got it from one of my podcasts, but the best recipe you will ever find, certainly in real estate, is this. In my opinion, it is 49% transactional and 51% service, right? There's a lot of people in the real estate industry that just think it's all about the documents and the this and the that and the pushing it backwards and forwards. And once upon a time, it may have been a lot more about that. But now the pendulum has swung. And if you go into 
Look at the restaurant business. Look at look at places like Shake Shack. Look at all. Of, look at Disneyland. Look at these places that are absolutely focused on service. That is where our industry is going because people don't want to work with a robot. They want to work with someone that is empathetic to their needs. If you can read feelings and if you can predict what people are going to think and more importantly, what people are going to feel, you will flourish in this industry. There is a lot of misinformation out there, which may be well intended, but in my opinion, I'm going to give you this example. There was a, a, an NBA basketball player. I think his name was Rick Berry or Rick Perry. I can't, not Rick Perry was the politician, right? Rick Berry, right? Rick Berry, he, if anybody remembers him, he used to make free throws from underneath, right? He used to make the free throws double-handed. They used to call them the granny shots. You toss the ball with two hands upwards. Now, he was really, really unusual because nobody, barely anybody makes free throws like that. People, some people tried to make fun of him, but guess what? He had the highest free throw average in the NBA. He was over 90%. I think in his final season, he was 94%. And the average for three throws in the NBA is about 75%. So he was absolute monster. And people used to heckle him. And he used to think to himself, he used to hear his father's words in his mind, which were the following. They can't make fun of you when you're making the throws. So our industry, real estate has not been, it's not really been known. Yes, of course, it is a service service industry, but it hasn't been known of people with big personalities, warm and and, and hospita- hospitality is coming into real estate right now. It used to be very kind of just transactional. You'd get somebody in the car, you'd walk them around, they'd buy a house, they this, they do that. The game has changed. The reason why I was lucky enough to build a really loyal and big and lovely client base for my own personal practice is because of the way that I conducted myself with them. Now, going back to my dear old mum and now flipping it into business, when I was a new agent, I used to remove my expectations and I still do in every situation. I remove my expectations and I think, how can I be of absolute maximum service to this client and their family? What are they going to be asking me about? Like if it's a family, if it's a family buying a house with kids, they're going to be asking me about where's the closest park? What are the schools like? What are the restaurants like? It's not hard to predict this stuff. But what I find is going the extra mile is something that seems alien to a lot of people in our industry, but that is absolutely changing. Real estate in particular is not just about selling houses anymore. It's about doing the right thing. And it's about telling people to walk away. I'm going to give you another, another example. We, we had an example. We have, we have a, a client uh, who was recently going to buy a place. And both Cindy and I said to them, you know what? We do not like that, that property. It's not the right property. They were gang ho. It caused a little bit of friction. And we actually instructed them. We said, well, not instructed. We suggested strongly that they do not go ahead with this transaction because of X, Y, and Z. It nearly blew up the relationship. It would have been very, very, very easy for us to just kind of keep, keep our mouths shut, let them buy this house and then get the commission and move on. But the, what we, what Cindy and I always try and do is to life on life's terms and how to turn it to your advantage, right? Meaning, if you always do the right thing, if you always go the extra mile, 
if you always go above and beyond, never look at each deal as, as just a transaction. Each client that you are lucky enough to run into and meet, they could be with you for a lifetime. So now that client, going back to that client that was going to buy this house, has come back to Cindy and I and said, oh my God, thank you so much for steering me away from that. They've now turned us on to two or three other people. They are actually ending up buying two properties as opposed to one. And this is because there is something way bigger in charge than me. When I get out of my own way, when I stay out of my expectations, when I stay in service, the universe just has this wonderful way of making everything to play out perfectly for everyone, not just for me, but for everyone. There is a phrase that I once heard when I was in the record business, there was a phrase that I heard that really kind of turned my stomach. And a mate of mine whose name I will not mention, but he was back in the 90s, he was becoming a very successful dance producer. And he had a couple of hits. And he said, the, and he kind of burned a few people. He said to me, well, Pete, you've got to step on a few heads to be successful. And that really, really bothered me. The real estate industry has a lot of folks that are, you know, a little bit cutthroat that maybe will step on heads that maybe will slit your throat. You know what? When somebody steps on my head and when somebody slits my throat, the only throat that they're cutting is their own. They may have an immediate gain, but they have lost an ally and someone that would be an advocate for them for the rest of their careers. So I want to finish with this, which is there's a phrase that a chap in Apple gave me. I flew all the way to Britain and I forgot this certain plug and I needed to, to in order to use my laptop. I walked into Apple and I said, do you sell these? He said, we don't sell them, but hang on, sir, right? Didn't know me from Adam. Went in the back, he came out with this connector and he said, here you go, this is for you. He said, you've got an Apple computer, so you're a loyal client to us. And sometimes we just like to, we have this program, which is called surprise and delight. Those three words really stuck in my head and I'm going to try and surprise and delight as many people as I possibly can. I'm going to try and exceed their expectations. I'm going to remain in focus. I'm going to absolutely remain in service and I want to give it a new word, right? It isn't just servicing people. There's a phrase that the, I can't remember the guy's name, but he called it, he called it enlightened hospitality, right? Which is talking about restaurants. I want to use a phrase for us now, which is called enlightened real estate, which is both an emotional transaction and a business transaction. 49% transactional, 51% emotional. If we can work with our clients on an emotional level, they will come back to us time and time and time and time and time again. They're not going to remember the apps you use. They're going to remember the way you made them feel. That's it. They're going to remember the way you made them feel. Not what you had on your iPad, not what graphs and charts and this and that. They're going to remember the way you made them feel. Thanks so much for sharing the podcast with me this week. Naturally, this was a very, very personal episode for me, and I'm glad that I managed to cover some of the principles that I live by, even when my back was against the wall in a very, very, very difficult moment. And if I can do it then, I can apply it to the rest of my life. So I hope you really got something from it. 
Please feel free to let me know your comments and share your thoughts on personal issues too. You know, we are a community here and it isn't all about just ranting. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear how you have been successful in some moments of darkness. Also, please feel free to subscribe. And most importantly, if you think someone else that you know might get value from this podcast, it would really mean an awful lot to me if you could send this to them and say, take a listen. I will be back again with my high energy as usual on another episode of the Real Estate Entrepreneur Podcast. Podcast.